Hello there. How are you? You clicked on this, so I'm thinking you're either feeling a bit overwhelmed, stressed, or tired, or maybe you just got through a period of time when you felt maxed out, and now you want to know how to maneuver it in a more nurturing way the next time. Welcome to episode number 12, where you will get some doable tips for when physical and mental rest seem impossible. I'm sharing what I'm literally doing right now in real time. So if I can do it, then so can you. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. If you've been listening to these episodes in order, you probably know that I just closed the doors to my Feel Light Mind and Body program last week. And FYI, if you click the link in the description, it will add you to the wait list so you can get first dibs when I start the three-month program again. This course launch takes a lot of time, mental work, and energy that I love. But I'll be totally honest that during this time, I had a lot of other personal stressors to deal with as well. If you are on my weekly email list, you will read a couple of examples as I share a bit more of my personal examples in my emails to encourage you in dealing with your life challenges. And if you aren't on the list, well, come on, join us. You're missing out and that's not cool for you. So I will also add the link for my short but powerful weekly newsletter in the description. So I guess I know that when you finish this episode, where your next step is going to be, you're going to check it out. Okay, I shared that to preface that January has been very full, and my brain immediately gave me two polar opposite choices. One, shut down, curl up under the covers and ignore life. Or two, hustle and you can rest after you've written your recertification life coach exam, after you've completed the suicide prevention course, or drove four hours up and back to help my mom with the big emotional and physical transition. She's in an assisted living retirement home, and there's just some big changes happening. After you've recorded and edited and uploaded the podcast, after you complete the legal work needed for this week, and even after you finally take the Christmas tree down. No judgment here. Can you relate though? Do you also have a lot of things calling your name and vying for your attention? Do you think that it seems impossible to take time for physical and mental rest? Well, let me share these tips that I am using to continue to live into Clarenda's empowerment, my personal empowerment, and what I teach and guide my clients through. See if you can start applying these to your life beginning now so you too can feel lighter in your mind and body so that you can get through whatever you are dealing with and not feel like a washed out survivor. There are more tips, but I'm going to share the ones I'm being very intentional about this week. One, remind yourself 
that whatever you think you don't have time for means that you really, really need it. What we say we don't have time or energy for is a strong indicator of needing that the most if it is a helpful, nurturing thought or action. To clarify, I'm not talking about a pint of ice cream, okay? And trust me, my brain offered that many times. No, I'm talking about a supportive one. For example, when I am tempted to skip my morning routine because I have too much to do, I know it's going to kick me in the face later. When I skip it, I notice a decrease in productivity and less enjoyment in what I'm doing by about mid-afternoon, if not before. When I take the time to clear my mind of old ways of thinking and then fill it up with appreciation and gratitude, I just do better because I feel better. Spending time in journaling, prayer, meditation, visualizing my day, and some form of movement is an essential practice for me now. This is doable because when I am time-pressed, I can feel good about following my minimum goal and being okay with knowing I will get back to my maximum goal, as this too shall pass. And by the way, I have received a lot of appreciative messages and thank yous for offering you that new way of looking at your goals in episode number nine. So I encourage you to check it out for inspiration if you missed it. It's titled, Why Declarations Versus Resolutions Give You Results. Number two, you might not be able to change your circumstance, your situation. And if you can change it, by all means do so. But if you can't, you can still choose how you will think about it. Try asking yourself, what is good about this? If we don't give our brains something constructive to look for, it will keep looking for more evidence to why it's so hard and evidence to prove that we don't have time to give ourselves any form of rest. I'll go first and give you an example to follow. When I answer this question, I write it down. Yes, I write it out because writing stimulates the right side of your brain, which is more intuitive and creative. I think you'll agree that we need any extra boost we can tap into when we're feeling stressed. So the question, what is good about this? It resulted for me in, I am blessed to be able to serve others in this capacity as a life and weight loss coach. I'm thankful that my past self chose this coaching certification school, the Life Coach School, because it has high standards for excellence, and then I can serve others in helping them get doable and lasting results. Hence, I'll do the extra studying and write the research exam. I'm thankful that I created the Feel Light Mind and Body course, the Mastery Community, and now this podcast as a way to empower more women. Oh, and I'm going to be presenting to the New Brunswick Dental Hygienists Association next week. So that will be fun to meet the 80 to 100 people where they are at and offer them a new approach to managing their mindset to create a life that will feel lighter and more enjoyable. I get to do this. I don't have to, but I get to. You or I don't have to do anything, really. Now, there are consequences if we don't, so I will pay my taxes on time as I don't want a penalty, but even that is a slight nuance in how I feel when I say it, or even think it. Thinking I want to pay my taxes on time feels better than, ugh, I have to pay my taxes. Try this out by thinking in this empowering way about your taxes, your work, parental role, or whatever you want to add and just see if it feels a bit better. Number three, 
Don't wait until the end of the deadline or the end of the day to give yourself some relief. I know it feels like the only way possible, but hear me out. I've tried it that way, and I usually hit a wall and literally shut down for like four hours. That is less productive and very frustrating. Instead, I set alarms on my phone as I can get absorbed in a task and lose all track of time. Ideally, I like to get up every hour and move around, fill up my water bottle, take a few slow deep breaths, make a cup of tea, jump or hop lightly in place, whatever. But I would be lying if I said I've done that this week. That would be an example of a maximum goal, my ideal goal. I've been following my minimum goal of at least 15 minutes for my morning routine, which has actually been longer, which I'm impressed with, and then have a mid-morning and afternoon break. And you guessed it, my brain says I don't have time, but I set the alarm for 10 to 15 minutes and close my eyes and lie down on the couch. And by the way, I am still missing my kitty. But I do lie there in silence, and sometimes I'll add soft music or a 10-minute guided meditation. Setting my alarm does two things. It keeps me on schedule so I don't create more stress for myself after, and it allows me to fully rest knowing if I do doze off, my alarm has my back. If I have an evening coaching session, I make sure that I take an hour prior to the call to do other no-brainer things like loading up the dishwasher, dancing around the kitchen to my motivational playlists, checking in on my mom, and sometimes even having a shower as a way to refresh and reset. I love to get outside, even if it's only to walk to the mailbox, or this past week it's been chipping away at some ice or shoveling a path on my back deck. If I decide it's too cold or I don't want to have hat hair for a Zoom session, then I simply stand in the sun, close my eyes, and feel the warmth on my eyes, my cheeks, mouth, neck, arms, and body. And just saying that, I can feel the warmth and I can feel myself just kind of settle down. These little actions accumulate in a beautiful release of stress and tension throughout the day and save a whole lot of absolute need that our brains will urge at the end of the day for relief, like big relief, totally zoning out and not processing the emotions to only then take them into a fitful sleep or downing more wine or chips than you planned. That creates more mental and physical tiredness, making us feel that rest seems impossible right now. Finally, number four. And I know, once again, I'm kind of cheating by calling it only four when I've shared so many tips, but I'm categorizing them into four. So you can choose various options to try out. So number four, choose wisely about saying yes to anything extra that doesn't help you with your immediate situation. I've had to say no to some fun friend invites. Again, I remind myself that this is just for a short time frame. And if it is for an extensive amount of time, then I need to reevaluate my workload. Some things I have said yes to as it was at the end of a workday. And it was a motivating boost to be super efficient in my work in order to be done by that time. If it's a big chunk of time that you then have to work into the night to complete, then unless it's an emergency... I highly recommend you say no. In case you need a gentle reminder, it's okay to say no and still be loving and kind. Sleep has to be paramount. It's the biggest needle mover for sustaining energy and productivity for me 
and I bet it is for you as well. I have to continually remind myself that it is a priority when I'm tempted to stay up longer to relax after an evening session. Yes, I give myself an hour or more to unwind, but I've learned to be deliberate in that so that it's effective rather than just numbing out. My long foam roller is my best free massage therapist and chiropractor wrapped in one. I add in soft music and dim the lights to heighten the experience. That is what I mean by being deliberate. Instead of simply having a bath, I take two extra minutes to light some candles, plug in my lavender diffuser, and again, enjoy the silence with my eyes closed and feeling the softness and the warmth of the water engulf me. Sometimes I listen to quiet music or nature sounds, knowing that I am activating my parasympathetic nervous system, known as the rest and digest division of your autonomic nervous system. At the end of the day, we all need more Zen in our lives. So think about what you are going to say yes to and what you are going to say no to. Another freeing change for me over the past few years is learning how to maintain my weight without having to exercise. Do you know how freeing that is? It frees up a lot of mental energy of I should or, oh, I'm scared if I don't, I'll gain my weight back. And it can conserve some physical energy. If I know my cortisol levels are already a bit too high, then I use that time for sleep instead. So again, I keep my minimum goal of moving my body intentionally for at least 15 minutes, three times a week. I can trust myself that I will go back to meeting my maximum five to six times a week, 30 minutes or longer in the near future. And I write it in my planner. I'm not perfect at following through, but having it written down is more apt to help me stick to it. Exercise is very important for me for my health, for boosting my immunity, and for improving my balance to prevent falls. I like to feel strong and be able to carry heavy things. For example, I love to carry my patio table up the hill to my storage shed. It just makes me feel independent and capable. And it also makes me feel like singing, You're Gonna Hear Me Roar by Katy Perry, that old one probably, what, 10 years ago? Anyway, it still comes into my mind, makes me smile. I love that lifting weights is a preventative step for osteoporosis and that it can be a stress reliever if my mind matches the physical activity. I love knowing that when I get my heart rate up, it strengthens my cardiovascular system and keeps me young and safe for doing things like maybe even running in an emergency situation as needed. I know even at the airport, I've had to run to not miss a flight. That's actually saved me many times. Okay, I've got to stop. Let me recap the four tips. One, remind yourself that whatever you think you don't have time for means that you really, really need it. Two, you might not be able to change your circumstance, but you can choose how you will think about it. Three, don't wait until the end of the deadline or the end of the day to give yourself some relief. Give yourself short breaks, even if it's a minute longer in the bathroom stall at work, to take five slow, deep breaths. Four, choose wisely about saying yes to anything extra that doesn't help you with your immediate situation. It's okay to say no now or anytime. As I said, there are many more tips, and you might have a great one that works for you. If so, I'd love to hear it. I will ask that question on a social media post probably tomorrow. So watch for it and tag me in it as I think it'll be fun and also helpful for others. 
I'll put my contact information in the description so we can be friends on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. So far, I've stayed away from TikTok. I guess I'm pacing myself, and really, I'm not even sure I want to go on. But if I do, I'll let you know. Okay, my friend, let's apply one or more of these tips starting right now to give you some needed mental and physical rest, even though up to this point, it has felt near impossible. It's not impossible. Trust me. This is my current now and why I wanted to share with you some of my favorite tips that work. Why not make this the best possible week that you can, no matter what your circumstances? Take good care of yourself and know that this too shall pass, but you deserve some relief and TLC during the process. Got it? Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.